keep loving Girl, let's keep loving Girl, let's keep loving Let's keep loving Let's keep loving Girl, let's keep loving Girl, let's keep loving Let's keep loving All right, all right. Welcome to Wine, the first episode of Wine and Conversation. My name is Kevin. I do have my illustrious, beautiful wife, Latricia, with me. Hey, everybody. <laughs> and we got special. We had to do it big this first one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, we got some of our, <laughs> we got some of our, our great friends with us, um, Edda Marie, and my guy Otis. What's up? How y'all doing? Salam alaikum. Salam alaikum. You crazy man. I'm getting trouble for that one. <laughs> First and foremost, we just want to ask y'all, um, you know, because mental health, it is Mental Health uh, Awareness Month. You know, where y'all at today? One through ten. How you feeling? We're at home. Probably eight. You said about eight. Yeah. In terms of mental health, your mental health is. A- Eight and then, like, what is a 10? Positive. Like? Oh, okay. I thought like a 10 was batshit crazy. No, oh my gosh. no, like, are you good or bad? Right. Are okay. you- <laughs> that, so a 10 is, is cool. Wow. And it was great. Crazy. Yeah. yeah oh, right. So where you at, bro? I'm actually right now, I'm, I'm, I'm around a good, you know, seven, eight. Uh, earlier this morning, though, I was in a bad way. I was in a really bad way, but it's hard for me to ask for help. Mm. So people usually won't know I'm dealing with stuff. You know, ancillary folks anyway. Oh, she knew. Mm-hmm. She helped me. It's difficult, though. Which yeah, part? For sure, it is. Uh, you know, when it comes to mental health, it's always a work in progress. How about you, uh, Ed Marie? I, I missed it. Did you say which word? It's difficult to, I think, sort of know how to help somebody, especially if you don't struggle with those kinds of things on your own. Right. It's, you know what I mean? You don't really know what to do and you don't want to like do the wrong thing and make it worse yeah right so it's a learning process for me yeah that's all of us oh i was crazy going into the (laughs) marriage she found out uh sometime after no most people most people (laughs) struggle with those kinds of things i feel like i'm the rare few that don't so so you're at a 10 today, strong 10. Me? Yeah. I'm an eight because I didn't really go anywhere. So yeah. I feel like just being cooped up in the house is just like, eh, could have been better if I could have gotten out and <laughs> got something. <laughs> I got you. Babe, where are you at today? Ooh, I think I think I'm like six, seven. And it's only because of the nature of the beast of the job that I have the nine to five. Uh, and it's just that in the capacity I work in, people just expect so much from you that you have so much control when you don't. So I'm trying to like, forget that. Cause that's what I do every weekend. I forget about that place mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. focus on, you know, positive things. What are we doing this weekend? So that's good. I like it. Uh, me, 
I think today I was at, I was around seven, eight. I usually try to operate around seven, eight. That's good. Because if I get lower than that, <laughs> it's not good. Right. <laughs> but, you know, uh, sometimes I am lower than that. I think yesterday I was, wasn't I, babe? I was yeah. probably around five. It was bad, man. How do you guys get out of that? What is it that you do like that works for you? Mm. I give Kevin space because he doesn't the interesting thing especially like as you guys probably know when you live with someone because we were dating before but we lived together before we got married so I've lived with him long enough to know like what he's going through when he's going through it Mm -hmm. and asking him questions doesn't work so I'll just kind of like babe when you're ready to talk let me know you know because your energy is not is not where it normally is so when you ready to talk let me know and i'll just give him space he'll play the game and eventually he'll t- he'll tell me and he'll be angry because <laughs> he'll revisit you know how we felt about it but i usually try to listen to music too <clears throat> that helps a lot um but yeah i mean there's really no right or wrong way to come out of it as long as you're able to as long as you come out yeah. right whatever works for you yeah what you do, oh? Uh, I just call her for the most part. And <laughs> you call friends too sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. It depends on how, how bad it is. Mm-hmm. Um, we call that dumping on our wives. <laughs> right. <laughs> I need your help. Um, this one's rough. <laughs> now, I, I do a few things. I'll, I'll listen to affirmations on either YouTube or there's some on Apple Music. Um, or honestly, I just, you know, call a friend. Um, I only have like one friend that I really trust with the depths of my soul outside of Edda Marie. Um, and if it's the worst, uh, you know, the worst of the worst, which I've been there, I've been at rock bottom with the, you know, mental health stuff. Uh, it's my mama. So she's the, she's the big guns, you know? So. See, I don't have that. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> you feel me? What'd you say, back? I was laughing because he said, I figured. <laughs> no, I said, I feel you. I understand, though, because, you know, I, I had two moms and one, only one, can I call with that type of stuff? Yeah. Well, I take that back. The other is, go ahead. I do. I got, I got one I can call. <laughs> Get it right, she's going to watch. <laughs> <laughs> right, she's going to be like, what, son? Yeah. Trisha's mom. I wouldn't, she wouldn't make it worse, per se, but she just, I don't know, it's just hearing <clears throat> hearing something from her doesn't carry as much weight as it does kind of hearing it from my mom, mom, you know? Uh, but that's just what it is, so. When it's what I know, there's no other recourse. So, uh, you know, because I feel like there are people in my life who need me. So I know I need to stick around for them at least. So if I absolutely have to, you know, I'll call my mama. That's what's up. Because it's, it's incredibly hard. Jesus. Yeah. It's incredibly hard to, uh, you know, to try to pour into people when your cup is empty. Oh, mm-hmm. exactly. But I'm sure we've done it. I know I've done it. Yeah. You know, with, like the, the with the job that we yeah. do. It's, oh my God. 
all the time. <clears throat> I faked it many a days. <laughs> Although I did have to get a teenager to uh, together today, so. <laughs> all together. <laughs> Yeah, because she, she wouldn't even look at me in the face. I said, you don't have to like me, but you're going to respect me. <laughs> Gracious. Especially in my car. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. I said, you want to get in my car, you better put a smile on your face. <laughs> get it together. Everybody's not happy like you. You don't have to be happy. Just put the smile on. <laughs> Had a little boy hit my dashboard one time and say, oh, hold on, man. Let's, let me just hold on. Let me pull over. Let me yeah, get you straight really real funny. quick. <laughs> this here, I pay for this every month. <laughs> Where's your money? Where's your money? <laughs> so, what type of wine are y'all drinking? What is this? Oh, it's the. Uh, we'll just show you. Oh, Stila. We like black Kroger. Love that. Right. <laughs> Gets the job done. You guys Love have it. to try the red. Have you had the red? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. my favorite. We had all of them. Different <laughs> <laughs> kinds of flavors. I didn't know. I, I wasn't, she got me hip to this. This Well, Elaine told me yeah, that, that's uh, where you, you guys work. She was in my unit when I was there. Okay. And she told me about that. I was like, okay, I have to try it. Yeah, social workers are wine connoisseurs. You always have to be like, you know, alcoholics. Right. <laughs> that's another word. I'm not, a, I'm not a drunk. I'm just a fine connoisseur of wine. Craziness. <laughs> So we're going to talk about love language a little bit. Oh, cool. So, um, Adam Marie, what would you say is your love language? I know hers. I feel like mine is two, though. I feel like it can't be Well, yeah, you have two. You have, I mean, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I don't know what they're labeled as. What is it? Like, uh, uh, is it receiving gifts? Oh, gifts. So you like gifts. gifts. I like gifts, and I like... um, Acts of service. Yeah, that's yeah. what that is, right? Gifts is not acts. Right. Gifts is gifts. Acts of, so, and yeah. acts of service. And acts of yeah. service. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Those yeah. are my two. And what about you? Oh, oh, mine's physical touch, um, and words of affirmation. Hmm. Yeah. You know, the I forget, I don't know if you remember, Bay, because we had to read the book for premarital counseling, mm. but the percentage of men that like physical touch is like 80%. Like, yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> that's their love language. Yep, it's a thing. You almost might as well not even include that when you talk about guys. Like, you must as well just have three because physical touch is, is <laughs> probably going to be a given. <laughs> What can I do to help you? <laughs> well, uh, I can think of one thing. <laughs> but I like other things too, though. Um, I like um, words of affirmation. Let me know I'm doing something right. Right. Yeah. It's but number one is physical touch. As a man, Kev, tell me if you if you agree with this. As a man, it is, it's really difficult to just go and go and go and work and work and work and not just work on your job, but like the work that you do in your home and your family and whatnot, and not get any positive, you know, constructive feedback. You know, it's like, it's really tough. You know, it's like, I feel personally, I feel like after a while, if I haven't had 
something, some, hey, you know, good job or something in some way. I feel like I start to run out of fuel. I know this is off topic, but it, my brain just started moving and I'm like, so do you guys think that men emotionally cheat? I know it's probably like a, maybe like a duh answer, but I'm curious because for the most part, whenever they talk about men cheating, it's always just because they weren't, maybe weren't getting sex or um, lost interest in their wife or something like that. And there's no emotional connection. But then like, I'm listening to what you're saying and then I'm thinking like, well, do men emotionally cheat? Yeah. Like how so? Do you mean like um, with women or with other things? I think um, I think in general because I think we hear so much that um, men just cheat because they can. It's a woman that you know is available, so they cheat. So, do you guys think there's a higher chance too of them cheating too because of a lack of emotional? Is is it like half and half or? I don't think so. You don't think what? Which? I don't. I don't think men are more likely to because it, I think the same could be said for women if they're not getting attention and they're not feeling loved or you know beautiful or wanted then they would seek that elsewhere that attention from some other man too and I think that applies to men also yeah yeah but I think it's also women she was asking oh, yeah. if I'm it sorry. was more so men yeah no I don't think it was more so men I think I, I think guys are you know so different but we're also similar in a lot of ways. And if I think most dudes, if they were with, if they were, if their wife wasn't or their significant other, their partner wasn't um, affirming them in any way, uh, wasn't connected to them emotionally, I think they would seek that out. I think it's just natural to seek that out elsewhere. You know, I think women look more for um, like if they lose an emotional connection, it's easier for them to have an emotional affair where men can have a physical affair without that emotional yeah. connection to another woman. I agree. I agree. I agree with that. Because it, I mean, it is, um, I know like I got friends that <clears throat> they don't have to necessarily be, if they're not getting something at home, it don't like, they can go out and do whatever you know, and then I find it like they'll they'll try to come to me later to talk about it. But like, you know, it's like when he's trying to explain himself, he's like, man, I, man, this happened. You know, I've been doing all of this, that and the third and she's not doing this. And I'm like, man, like if it gets to that point, bro, you got to just get counseling or something before you just go out here yeah. and just. You yeah. also got to talk. Yeah, yeah, you have to bring up your, yeah. your issues and explain to the other person yeah. how you're feeling and where you're at, like mm -hmm. the borderline <laughs> that you're yeah. at. Right. <laughs> like, I'm struggling. And yeah. it's because of this issue. Right. Yeah. You got to be honest. And if you value the relationship anyway, or if you value that person, mm -hmm. we were just watching something. And um, the um, so I forget what we were watching, but somebody, maybe one of your TikToks or whatever. But the person said, you know, if you love that person, you know, you won't put them in that position. You know, if you genuinely love that person, you won't put them in that position. It's like if you cheating is, is such a cheating when it's cheating, 
like there are polyamorous relationships where that's what they choose to do. That's, you know, we're not talking about that, but like strictly monogamous relationships where both individuals say to each other, listen, we're going to be committed to each other and do this and do that. And the third for each other and be there for each other. And, and we're not going to bring outside parties. And when somebody violates that, it's such a, um, it's such a betrayal and it hurts so much that it's hard to come back from. So mm-hmm. when somebody does that, you get, you, you can't just say, in my opinion, yeah. you can't just say, oh, you know, I wasn't getting any at the house. Like, yo, this, this is deeper than that. Mm-hmm. It's deeper than that. Because I mean, you know, what I, I'm not trying to be graphic or anything, but there are other ways to resolve that issue, <laughs> that frustration to <laughs> leave that pressure. <laughs> And go out and intentionally, you know, stalk your prey, so to speak. Stalk. <laughs> stalk, you know, your, stalk your prey. Your victims in that instance. <laughs> I feel yeah. like that just shows that you don't value the relationship. Exactly. You can always leave. Like if it gets to that point yep. and it's not working and you've tried and yep. the other person's tried and you've talked about it and you've talked about it, like you don't have to cheat. You can just walk away. Yep. Even if it was temporary, you could still just walk away. You're right. I was thinking that too. I was I was just thinking too, like we have to we have to care about ourselves more too. Because to a certain extent, you're that's not even in your character, you know, because what comes along with cheating, lying, you right. know, distrust, dishonesty. So, much. so it's like yeah. you're sacrificing who you are at this point. And yeah you're still not even happy after you cheat, you're going back into the situation. So it's like, you gotta be more mindful of the toxicity of the environment you're creating with cheating, because even if you cheated once, you still had to experience all those things with dishonesty and lying. So Mm -hmm. just think about all the things that come with it. You gotta choose you and be like, just be single and date who you want to until you know who you are and what you want. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not that hard, but although it seems to be hard for some people, and I I don't don't really understand that. Like if I'm to, if me personally, if I'm at that point, I'm going to walk away. I'm going to be like, I need like separation for a second because (laughs) this is not working. Yep. I agree. agree. Um, What's it? Speaking of that, what was it? Poly, polyamorous? What is it? Mm -hmm. Polyamorous. Right. So we were watching um, the show, right? And y'all, y'all know who Michael Blackson is, right? Why do I know Comedian. that name? But I know. Comedian. Right. Yeah, he's African. He's <laughs> always about how dark he is. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. So, this guy has a, he's engaged to this woman. And because he's African, he feels like, you know, he, he has to have more than one woman, right? So they came to an agreement that he's able to have one side chick a month. Yeah, but, no, that's not, no. That's different. No, that wasn't no, a open relationship. Nope. Right. But nope. the difference is all he can do is hit it and quit it. He can't take them out. That's and a slippery slope. Take them, and so, you're forgetting, babe, not to cut you off that they're engaged. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay. Yeah, they're engaged. So, like, she ends up getting upset because he does take them out to eat or breakfast or whatever the case may be. I mean, you got to warm them up, you know what I'm saying? But she's not worried about him having sex with, like, and I just felt like she was so, like, 
you can't be upset that people looking at you a certain way because you agreed to allow him to have one woman a month anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, who's to say he's not going to go back. And then if he goes back to the same person over and over again in that last year, then feelings start developing and that changes everything. And to the interject, this is happening because you know he's on wild and out. If you guys ever seen Nick Cannon's little comedy, mm, I've seen it before. So he's one of the regular, you know, cast members. So she doesn't always go with him when he's going for shows. Yeah. So just like even on the show that we're watching, which is more so like their relationship counseling, couples therapy thing. He left that show to go and do the Wild and Out. And he normally sees these women in the green room, but she's not there. So it's also too like, how do you know it's one woman if you're not always there? Yeah. When, right. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I don't know. Get somebody shape. pregnant and like, there's just. No. I mean, STDs? Like, does anybody think about those anymore? <laughs> I feel like there's more loyalty having multiple wives than... <laughs> right. And that's what I was going to say. Like, him saying, okay, I'm from Africa. I'm supposed to have more than one wife. No, it's not because you're from Africa. It's because you come from a... a most likely come from a country that's uh, heavily Islamic. So, that said, side pieces aren't... That's not the move. Right. It's not acceptable. You should, you should be... If you, if you believe in um uh polygamy if that's part of your belief system and your worldview that okay that's fine but you should do it right that's a violation i mean speaking i used you know i knew you know i studied islam it's a violation to just be sleeping with multiple women that's that's not that's not pleasing either now isn't isn't that what nick cannon's doing He's making all these different babies, and he's blaming it on his his religion. Is he even in a relationship? He's, I thought he was a he's single. He's single, he's single, so single I, right? So he yeah. can just do if he if he has the money and he wants to do that, like right. Yeah. Just yeah. waste your money, I guess. I don't know. But see, it's deeper <laughs> for me when you think about that because he can't be in all those those children's lives at the same time. Nope. And money is, you know what I mean? Like a lot of time, kids that's what kids want. They want their father. Right. You know what I'm saying? He so he's making all these babies, but he can't be there for each and every one of them. He can provide, you know, with, you know, money wise, but I don't know. That was his choice, isn't he? In his thirties, he's grown. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he is. Yeah, what's his heart? I know. I'm not uh, focused on never mind. Yeah, that's the life he signed up for. I don't. <laughs> it's so crazy. That's a lot of child support too. Gee. Lord have mercy. If if they want him to pay, they may not need that. That's true. He might just be giving fork and cash. Yeah, sign on bonus right. or something. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, to each his own. Right. Like I don't think Mariah Carey needs child support. Like I <laughs> right. oh, no. <laughs> but the other women are not as famous as her, I don't think. I think they're like regular, regular girls. Yeah, I don't know. I think a couple of them work at Aldi. <laughs> Uh, all they pay is good. They pay like twenty something dollars. Twenty five dollars an hour. <laughs> I didn't say it was bad. I just said they worked at Aldi, <laughs> and they get to sit down. Shoot. <laughs> so one of the one of the things when we started this, we were thinking about you know, there's not a lot of people who fall in love anymore. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um. So 
Nah, you know that, bro. It's not you. No, because I, I don't ask. <laughs> I don't. You know what I mean? I don't take. I don't concern myself with other people's going. No on. Know what's happening in the streets anymore? I, I live it, in Yellow Springs now. So. I thought it was just people not uh, getting married anymore. Well, that. But it's been. It's been. You know. Um, well, that too. Yeah. A lot of people aren't getting married anymore, or they're not staying married. Mm-hmm. Um, when they do. Um, so, what's uh, tell us? You know, y'all love story. Like, how did y'all meet? And you know, how did it it turn into? You know, maybe I'll maybe I'll marry this guy. <laughs> okay, so you got we we I need to know who you want to tell the story. Well, me because mine is you more want you want me to tell the story. Fantastic. No, you want me to tell the story. No, it's not. I have like there's glitter in my story and stars <laughs> and such. No, there isn't. And harps and things of that nature. No, there isn't. Little fat babies with wings, all that. <laughs> Hers is really, you know, pretty much straight to the point. He's all right, you know, that kind of thing. So <laughs> you can tell it though. Did you approach her or who approached you? <laughs> I'm going to let her tell the story. He came by my cubicle. What happened was frequently, like every single day, to talk to me. Every single day. Like every day. It was, it was every day. <laughs> I, did I, mean, I did work. <laughs> he came by every day. Sometimes more than once a day. And so I gave him my number saying, hey, you can like call me or text me whenever. Uh-oh. And I didn't hear anything after I gave it to him for like a day or two. But he still kept coming by my, my cubicle. So then I called him, you know, with a work question <laughs> to get him on the phone to see if he would actually talk about other things other than work. And he did. And then we just started talking back and forth. And then <laughs> we went out, and then we went out some more. <laughs> What's your first date? It was the movies, right? And we went to eat at that place. I can't remember. The name. Mm, you tell know. me. I don't you know. Tell them the story. We went to eat. I told you I should let me go. And <laughs> we went to the movies, and I asked him a bunch of sex questions, which was so inappropriate. On the first, unholy. <laughs> unholy. <laughs> Curlish. You care to share? <laughs> Nasty. Right. Well, give us one of the questions. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I don't even remember. I do. I don't. She asked me something along the lines of what was what is the the like the kinkiest thing that I'm into? Oh, yeah. Which I'm like, I don't even know you to I be need asking to know. me I all need, of these questions. I need you I probably need, was into it. <laughs> Right. No, I, honestly, it was. I was really. I wouldn't say taken aback. I wasn't prepared for that because I was expecting this casual <laughs> conversation. I like know, to make things uncomfortable. Uh, clearly, um, and I was a little afraid because the stuff that I'm into, everybody ain't into. And I'm like, I mean, if I tell her about the feet, she might just be like, Oh no, that's you know. not a foot fetish. That's not unusual. I wouldn't call it a fetish. I mean, fetish is such a derogatory term. I mean, in <laughs> today's like society. Like there's something wrong with people who are into things that not everybody else is into. You know what I'm saying? Like just because somebody's into, you know, pregnant little people. I mean, what is that? Is that a bad thing? Pregnant. Right. Oh my gosh. It's your prerogative. Exactly. I'm not saying I'm into that <laughs> anymore, but there are people, there are people who, who appreciate the, the, the beauty, the aesthetic beauty of uh, little people. And you know what? Little people are offended by that fetish. I would just like I to wouldn't call yeah, it. I don't like the word little people. I don't think. Yeah, bleep it. 
Shit. No, well, that, that's, no, that's okay. That's the little people's okay. Yeah. Firm. <laughs> little people's so, okay. Yeah. If you called them something else, they wouldn't like you. Yeah, no, right. I'm just, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they are. I, I mean, you know, I, I, I'm not going to comment further because I don't want to get in any more trouble mm-hmm. than I'm already in. So, so that's the kinkiest <laughs> thing, feet? No, no, but. We all have to share if he's going to share. That's fine. I mean, <laughs> yes. You know. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so <laughs> I, I, I enjoy pain. Um. I feel like that's not unusual, though. Okay. Well, yeah. I think a lot of women do. We just don't say it. Like, like, he said, "Okay, yeah, that's cool." Yeah. Um, starting to sweat a little bit. Pain. Okay, okay. I'm crying because you got me over here. Oh, Lord have mercy. Thank you, baby. I don't. <laughs> I'm. Um, do I really? I'm. We really? Are we doing this? I'm not afraid to talk about sex. So it's Wrong, up to you if you want to, because other people are going to see this. So it's up to you um, how comfortable you are. I mean, I'm married, so I mean, ain't too many people. So um, <laughs> I, I like I like pain. Um, I like I like um, things that most dudes would say. Oh hell no, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I'm not into other people and stuff like that. I'm not trying yeah. to bring other folks into, you know, I got too many insecurities for that. And but I would not be okay with that. No, no, she wouldn't. <laughs> so it out. I, I wouldn't be okay with it. Because if she said, hey, I met this guy. I'm like, oh, shit, well, let me go and pack my stuff now. That's how you want to get down. Uh, but no, I, I'm, I'm not into anything like that. Um, so, yeah, pain, feet. Um yeah, okay. I'm trying to give another word, but bondage. Mm-hmm. Um, the <laughs> <laughs> like, so, word. so do y'all um role play like dominatrix type stuff? I've, I've, I've talked about that. We've talked about them. it. We haven't gotten there I, ha- yet. I have, you know, the outfits yeah, and yeah. stuff. So, yeah. so <laughs> now I'm I don't know how rare this is, but I'm I'm into being both dom and sub. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, I think the only thing I would say I'm open to any and every not just open, but like I'm I like any and everything with the exception of like you know like waste and um mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Word. So I, I'll go so since you went. Well, thank you for you taking my, the spotlight off. <laughs> uh let's see, I, I like to uh uh, please my woman. I like to use toys a lot. Um, I have no problem with um, licking any and everything. That all sounds typical, though. Yeah. I mean, not, that's not, not for everybody. But, you know, there's a there's a there's a it's taboo. And I know where I came from. That's taboo. You know, you don't do that. Yeah, me too. So that's why part of it is hard to talk about because I grew up. You don't do that. You do you do the straight, you know, straight sex. She yep. can do it to you, but you can't do it to her. Well, yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you guys right now. They all do it. They all want to do it if I'm they don't. Sure do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, my friends be like, "Oh, Kev, you eat ass." Oh man, they've done it. They're lying. <laughs> you they don't. 
I'm like, this is my <laughs> wife. If I choose right. to do it, like, it's syrup my wife. or jelly. Which would you prefer? <laughs> <laughs> well, they call it truffle butter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, that's different. Nah, truffle butter is something else, isn't it? Yeah, it is something else. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know about truffle butter. <laughs> but I mean, um, I'm not like in a feet or nothing like that. Like, and I've never thought about the whole dom- like dominatrix type type of thing. I don't know if I would like being hit. <laughs> you know. You don't like being pinched. That's true. Huh. Huh. He'll even let me get like little bump. He'll have like them little hair bumps and stuff, and I'll be trying to get him. He's like, that hurt, and I'll barely touch him. Like he's so nah, it don't listen. I ask her to pop my pimples, and she won't do it. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't like punish it. me. <laughs> I, I'm a pimple popper. Like that's how I grew up. My mom pit, uh, pop pimples. I pop pimples. Like you're, you've been so you've been hit with you okay with being hit with a whip? Me? Yeah. I've never been hit with a whip. I've been hit with a paddle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that one, that's not too hard. You know what I mean? Not, you know. <laughs> I mean, they, you know, they, well, the paddles are pretty big. They so. soft, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what? That reminds me. When we were on that first date. I One of the things I told her, I was honestly expecting her to be like, to just be like, nope, I'm out. That's too much. But I told her I like nipple clamps. Mm-hmm. Clamps? That's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the shit. And I that's just like, are you I sure? I Kevin on that. <laughs> It's like, are you yeah. sure that's not gonna hurt? Like, I'm, yes, gotta, like, I don't, I'm sure it's gonna I hurt. I don't want you to go to like ER or something. Like, I'm nah, just concerned. Nah. It'll be like that one. Have you guys heard of that show? Like, how I ended up at the ER and it's like all this crazy. Oh, yeah. Stories. I knew I knew a guy who worked in the ER years ago, and I'll never forget this. He said, had a guy come in the day with what was it? I don't know. They're, they're still there. Are they? Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. It's just the I got a phone call. Yeah, okay. it's fine. So he said um, he had a guy that had to surgically remove a gerbil from his ass. I said, what? Oh, yeah. I was a teenager when the guy told me. gerbil? Gerbil. I've heard of that. Yeah. Oh. I don't yeah. know why people did that. That's like animal cruelty. That's, yeah, that's cruel. I'm like, not okay. yeah, nah, that's too, that's too much for me. But That's not okay. That's where I draw the line. Ass. Yeah. yeah, I don't draw it there. <laughs> but animals. I, I try to tell Kevin that's where your G spot is. Mm-hmm. It is for men. I hear that, right? Men but, like it. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I don't know a man that doesn't like it. I, 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 I can't. I can't. I can't do it. I don't know. Like, I just can't do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> this, uh, this yeah, man, I said the person. same thing. I, I mean, if, if you try it on your own, wild, try it I on know your somebody that <laughs> I know somebody that was like, "Yo, bro, you just gotta try it, man." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep, telling you. Yeah, that's a thing. But I, you know, I, I guess I just have like a phobia. Like I don't know. <laughs> like Look, again, it's natural. That's perfectly it, natural. It, it, it's, it's. I don't. I can't speak for you, but the way we were raised, you don't go there. You don't do that. Nah, that's gay. All of that. It's like all those taboos, and it just it they compound and they they shape your worldview. And then, you know, me, I had like a, um, I experienced it once when I was in my really early 20s. And I was just like, oh, I won't tell nobody about this, <laughs> but I will probably do this again. Mm. I, yeah, I, I don't know, bro. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I told him, like, just think about a man that likes other men, like, they're getting gratification through what they're doing. So obviously, 
Yeah. Yeah. It has to be something back there. Yeah. No, I, I don't believe <laughs> it. Can, it'll make it way more intense. I'm not going to encourage you to do it. You do what you want. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm going to. going to do it. You shame yourself or make you feel guilty in any way. Because, I mean, think, I'm just going to say it like this since, you know, part of this, I think we all believe in God. The marriage bed is pure and undefiled. As long as you don't bring another person into it, it's, you know, all, you know, you can do whatever you want, uh-huh. you know? So uh-huh. and as long as your heart stays on your wife, I'm saying. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, you know, just food for thought, but do whatever you feel comfortable with. No doubt, man. You know, I might give me, you know, a, a mask or something, man, you know, and some, you know, I don't know about nipple clamps. I don't <laughs> <laughs> That's not, everybody doesn't have that same, those that's same nerve endings, yeah, yeah it's, it's it's different. Pain. That's that's just that's a different. me thing. That's a preference. Yeah, it shocks you too, right? Don't it shock you? No, no, no. It's just no, it just just hold on. Mm-hmm. Ouch! Hold on to nipples unchanging hand. Too <laughs> 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 much pornography, too much church. All bleed together. Wow. You just attached them both, like. <laughs> 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 Babe, you want you want to go next, or Ed Marie, one of y'all? Oh yeah. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot we had to go. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I like all the regular stuff. Um, role play. I like being chose. I like some of the pain, but not. I don't think I would want to do nipple play for me. Um. But I do like the pain. Um, I don't know. I can't think of anything else. I can't think of something that I would be really against other than that. The Which, plans. Oh. Other than that, I can't think of. Yeah. Word. I think we should go to um, the Hustler store. We go. I think we I've never been. Oh, you never been there? No. Mm-mm. What y'all doing tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> going up to uh, Columbus. <laughs> yeah, we're to Columbus tomorrow. Well, we could plan a trip. It's huge. It's, it's not it's down the street. Yeah. You know? It's huge. There's, there's a store in the Oregon district, too, but I don't know. Oh, yeah. That one is not like Hustler. It, it's not good like Hustler. Mm-hmm. I've honestly never been in there. As many times as I walk by, I've never been in that specific store, but I just... The Oregon district is, as much as I love it down there, there is a, a, a seediness to it that uh, makes me just say, I don't know if I want to go into this particular store, you know, yeah. <laughs> but I could be wrong. It's, I mean, it's nothing, and it looks like a traditional. You know, oh, okay. So just, the floors aren't sticky? I've never been in that one, but. <laughs> yeah, the floors are, I think they have carpet, though, actually. Oh, <laughs> That old carpet, old school uh, tan. So it's crusty. Remember they used to have that one on uh on uh what was it uh uh-huh. Nemore? Oh, oh Nemore. Dixie. 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 Yeah, McCooks. Yeah. It's yeah. No, no. Oh. The building is there, but the stores they've been closed for a long time. Oh. I went in there a long time ago, long long time ago in the nineties, and um, it was as creepy as you would expect it to be <laughs> like the floor. Cause they used to have peep shows. Yeah. 
Before it was for real sticky. Yeah, quarters. It was going down in there. No, you put well, at that time you was putting dollar bills in there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, I went in there a couple few times. I was like, I get nothing from this. I'm going home. They didn't card you either. I don't think so. No. I don't remember. I mean, I was old enough, but I don't remember being carded. Oh, they do. They're supposed to card. Hmm. No. Nah, they all, should. On Dixie, they didn't card they they didn't card me to go inside the strip club. So. Oh. Wow. I got carded everywhere I went. Probably because I Foxy Lady, bro. <laughs> the Foxy Lady on Dixie. They didn't card nobody. Foxy Lady. In there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we got stories. Have you been to all these places? In the 90s. <laughs> yeah, there's some stories. That's for sure. Turn 21. Oh, man. <laughs> it was over. I was 17. Ah. Oh, you must have had a beard or something. No. Okay, I, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't <laughs> they didn't care. They didn't care. It's not. Like, ah, whatever. <laughs> if you had money, they didn't care. Right. Here's my ID. Why can't right in there? <laughs> Right. So, um, I don't know if we finished the love story or not, but it was, you know, y'all went out twice. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, let me tell it. <laughs> it was a cloudy day. Oh, my gosh. It was, I'm serious. It was February 19th, 2019. Aww. It was her first day at our job. And she ironically had taken my spot because I had moved from my unit to a different unit. And she was actually, she had taken my spot. She actually had a couple of my old clients and all of that. And that was the reason I was going by her desk so much to talk because I felt like, you know, for service delivery purposes, you want to make sure that these families are, are, you know, services that they deserve in our community. So I was walking toward the elevator and I saw her and I promised to God, man, it was like time stopped. I'm just like, damn, who is this fine little Mexican chick? And she doesn't believe me, I promise. She doesn't believe me, but I'm telling you, I got a thing for short women. I don't fully understand why, like, the women in my family weren't, I can't really explain it. I just find shorter women, you know, more appealing than tall women. I've been with tall women, and I feel like if you look at me in my eye, I feel like we. I need to prepare myself to fight. So if a woman... <laughs> is all the way up here that ain't gonna work because i feel like i'm always tense like what are you about to do to me because i'm not a fighter but anyway so I'm, i see this fine little mexican woman with my old supervisor who's brazilian and she's like oh this i want to introduce you to my new worker <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, tell me your name again <laughs> oh my gosh and tell, what is it so no she didn't introduce you and then ask you what your name <laughs> I bet you did. I don't remember. So she introduced us on the <laughs> elevator. I'm like, oh, hey, how are you? And I'm looking her up and down. I mean, I am undressing her with my eyes. In my mind, she had on these, um, these like white panties with little roses on them oh with lace around the <laughs> edge. I don't think she owns a pair like that, but that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Very <That's> descriptive. <laughs> with a cream bra. I don't know why. So... <laughs> In no socks. So, 
<laughs> so um, I said to myself, yeah, I'm going over there. Yeah, I'm going over there. So I walked over, you know, I think it was just general conversation and the first time. And I think the second time I walked over, I think sat in her, her other little cute chair and um, she had a, oh, it's right here. It's right That's crazy. <laughs> she had this, um, this picture on the wall, a uh, quote from Killmonger from uh, Wakanda Forever. Black Panther. Um, Black Panther. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and a quote was, bury me in the ocean with my ancestors that jumped from the ships because they knew death was better than bondage. Mm-hmm. Now, little real quick backstory. I used to be Muslim. I used to be in the nation. I was very, you know, pro-black. Um, my last name was X at one time. And I am all about my people, black empowerment, black owned business, all that. And I found Killmonger's character to be the hero in that movie. Even though he died, I felt like he was right. He had a birthright to that position. And not on, on top of that, he didn't want to hurt everybody. He just wanted to hurt the people that hurt us. So I didn't view him as a villain, but I digress. So when I saw that quote on her cube wall, I said out loud, like, yo, I need to know you. Anybody who had that on their wall, I said, oh, yeah. And I thought she was Mexican, but with a name like Etta Marie, I was like, yeah, she got to be, be some black somewhere because ain't nobody in Mexico named Etta. I can guarantee you that. I'm cracking. <laughs> so... <laughs> I mean, I was just floored by the quote. And so I just kept going back saying, hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. And um, oh, that when I said that, that's when she gave me her number. Mm-hmm. So she gave me her number and I didn't call because I felt like, you know, I didn't think she was into me because she's very reserved. And I felt like, well, I'm not going to press this. I'm not going to push this. Uh, and on top of that, I don't think that's, I don't think that's cute, you know, to constantly be pressing a woman and, hey, so you want to go out now? What about now? What about tomorrow? How about later? You know, I'm not going to be doing all that. Like that janitor, that creepy janitor. Oh, my God. That dude was strange. There was a guy at work that, like, yeah, he was an older man that not just me, I guess, other women. Yeah, walking women to their, not walking them to their, but following them to their car. Yeah, yeah, that was, it was too much. So I didn't want to be that guy. (laughs) <laughs> and so when she called me, I was kind of shocked because I wholeheartedly didn't think she was into me. And this just speaks to my own insecurities. I thought she was significantly more attractive than me and she wouldn't be into me because when I was, when I was, I've been, I've been insecure about my you know self image for since the third grade. And I just don't assume that women, you know, I didn't rather, I didn't assume that women were into me. Um, so I never really had that assumption. And when she called me and we, just t- we were talking, I thought it was just cool conversation. And I think we had maybe two of those conversations. And then one day she called me. We had a few, a number of conversations. On the phone? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember now. Mm-hmm. So we had a few of those conversations on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and then one day. She called me. I was on my way back from Cleveland doing a home visit. And she asked me if I wanted to go to the movies. And I was just floored, like, you want to go out with me? I said, okay, let me think about this, basically. 
And I called her back later and said, okay, you want to meet me at, you know, where do we go? With the movies theater, we always go to. Uh, meet, meet me at the green. Mm-hmm. And so I, even though she asked me out to the movies, I still felt like she really wasn't that into me. Again, this reserve thing, this, this mask. It's not a mask. I'm always like that. Right. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I'm reserved all the time. Yeah. Am I not, you guys? Yeah, you are. Yeah. So her immersion, her emotions, her emotions don't surface like mine do. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. So um, when she started asking, we went to the movies, and then I thought the movie was really good. Actually, it was this movie. I forgot what it was called. John Goodman was in it. You know, Roseanne's husband, and he played this detective. Oh. And there's these aliens. It was the end was really good. Yeah, the end had a twist, that. and it, I won't spoil it, but the end had a twist that was really dope. And I was like, oh, I actually enjoyed it. But I'm the type of person that I really love cinema, so I'm just engrossed in the movie. I'm really not even focused on her in the movie. And so afterwards, I said, hey, well, let's go get a drink or something. And we go. I think we got some appetizers and some drinks, and we were talking. And when she asked me about the sex question, I'm like, why? And it's still not clicking. Why are you asking me about sex if you're not into me? I asked a lot of sex questions. Yeah. And I was I just wanted to know. Yeah. And I wanted to see how comfortable I, he would be how, with uncomfortable questions. How comfortable was I? You you came off as if you were comfortable. I don't know how you felt on the inside. I was confused. <laughs> I was confused because I'm like, you're not again stuck in this, you know, insecure mode. I'm like you don't like me like that. So why are you asking me questions about sex? So I felt comfortable talking about it because it was like having a conversation with just, I guess, just a friend, but it felt like a weird conversation to have with just a friend. <laughs> so it was kind of confused. So I didn't have a problem talking like, yeah, I like nipple clamps. So what? What, you gonna, what you gonna do? <laughs> Go home, pick your tomatoes, you know? <laughs> Can't remember that. <laughs> so, so after that, we gave each other that awkward first date side hug. And um, what? It, to me, it felt. I don't even remember. I remember it. It was like, it was like a friend side hug to me, to you. I think it was probably the same thing because we weren't like getting deep into it. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I expected was a text saying, hey, I made it home. That's the only thing I expected. But the phone calls kept coming. I th- You called me too. You called me no get it right <laughs> you called me too and we went out a number of times and then he yeah. he wouldn't uh give it up he kept making me wait oh yeah because i i mm-hmm. i value my uh you know my chastity and my, <laughs> oh my purity <laughs> and i believe my body is the temple of the holy spirit and i am not going to defile it for anyone oh my gosh so i wanted i told kevin this too like can you guys talk about too like the difference maybe like when you were younger and you imagine getting married and you know where you are now like as far as timelines because you know people feel like you should be together a certain amount of time or you should get married before you have sex like how what was the conversation like about you guys I know you were asking questions (laughs) on the first day but for me I, I, I am the type of person, I'm not like most guys. I have to be connected to the woman to have sex with them. I, I've never had a one night stand. 
I don't even, I know I couldn't even perform in a one night stand. If there's no connection, it just doesn't work for me. Um, I've had, uh, I want to say two sexual encounters that only, that was only like one occurrence, but I knew those women or I mean, this was in high school, but I knew them pretty well already. Uh, even though it didn't go anywhere after that, I was able to be engaged because we already had, you know, a relationship, albeit a friendship. Um, so she, and I had some stressors going on in my life at, at this time, like when we're talking about, like when we met, I had some stressors going on in my life with my kids and, and things of that nature. So a big part of my, my lack of response to her <laughs> insatiable lust for me was twofold. It was A, the stressors from my kids. And two, I really didn't want our, the foundation of our relationship to be sexual because I've made that mistake in the past where my primary focus, my primary reason for being attracted to this person was sex. And that's not enough to keep a relationship. And I didn't want to make that mistake. So I wanted to know her. Um, I wanted to just know her in every way intimately that I could without going to that, going to, to that level. I kind of wanted that to be more organic when we just had time together. I didn't want to you know, said, all right, it's, it's time now. We need to do this, even though that's what she said. Um, <laughs> so that's that's what it was for me. I just wasn't focused on it. I really wasn't. That's not to say I didn't want to at times when I wasn't stressed and when I wasn't in my head about other stuff. Yeah, I did. I definitely thought about it. And we had a, um, what do you call that? I don't know what you're referring to. You know what I'm talking about. I don't about. know what you want to say. That that time frame. What? The video. What? I have no idea what you're talking about. When we were doing FaceTime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We had a FaceTime thing. Uh, <laughs> what is that called? It don't matter. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so Face, we had FaceTime sex, like phone. Yeah, like uh, cyber oh, sex or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So we had one of those. So I'm, I was definitely, you know, and I think I had to get some stuff off my ceiling that night. But I was definitely there <laughs> at times. I just wasn't focused on it because I, I listen, man, I've been in love, in love, like, you know, head over heels in love two times in my life. And she was the second one, you know, uh, and the first one was 17, 16. The first one was 16. You know, and that was uh, my first real, real relationship. And it lasted till I was 21. So I was 21. Um, other than that, I'd never felt that before. Um, I felt mouth infatuation, but I'd never been head over heels, crazy, willing to drive in the middle of the night, even though I didn't drive in the middle of the night to see somebody. You know, I'd never been, <laughs> and I had to go to work. I mean, she, you know, I mean, I, you know. She was, well, why don't you come over tonight? I was like, ah, well, you know, we got a, I got a visit in the morning. <laughs> Sleep is paramount. But I'd never felt like that. I had never felt like that. So to me, it was like, I felt like sex was going to happen 
It was going to, that was going to be fine. That wasn't even a thing. That's going to be what it's going to be. And even if it's terrible the first time, even if it's terrible the first time, spoilers, it was terrible the first time. Even if it's terrible the first time, we can work through it and learn and all of that stuff. It was terrible for her. Yes. I was good. Oh, shit. I got mine. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he was just like, I was not ready. Yeah, and I was not comfortable. He was going through some and stuff, and I was yeah, I was dealing. I was really dealing with some stuff. I was really outside of our relationship. Our relationship was my relationship with her, and my relationship with my mom were the only two bright spots in my life at that time. You know, that was it, and um, I just wasn't focused on it, and my head wasn't in it. My head wasn't on everything else except for her, or I should say that you know, in that moment, being in that moment. So yeah, that was my, I guess my fault. I don't know, but it was, it was rough. You bounced yeah. back though. That's all that mattered, bro. I sure did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause you know, you had to come after that first time. You had to. Oh, yeah. yeah. You got to make that up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Triple fold. <laughs> um, man, we enjoy y'all coming on with us tonight. Um, last oh, question. Oh, Last question I want to ask y'all. If you could tell somebody who is, you know, thinking about uh, marriage or, um, you know, not sure what they want to do, what type of advice would you give to someone who is, you know, maybe maybe struggling with wanting to know if they should marry the right person? Um, I would say that they don't have to get married. I mean getting married isn't going to solve anything or make anything better and to just sort of focus on the relationship itself and let that happen naturally. Cause you don't want to force that because yeah. it's not going to make anything better at yeah. all. Yeah, I agree. I, um, my worldview has changed some. I used to be, I think we talked about this. I used to be a pastor, mm-hmm. um, of a small, uh, church satellite church and my worldview changed i experienced some church abuse um and everything just changed after that uh, i don't i don't know i don't hold everybody to the same standard that i used to hold people to i don't i'm not as religious as i used to be you know and i i feel like if someone doesn't want to do something like <clears throat> something as serious as be married then who am i to tell them you know they should be married and you can have a marriage without legally being yep. married. It's really about your priorities and, and what you want. Um, because marriage is a, just a contract in and of itself. It's a legal binding contract yep. that connects you financially uh, to someone else for life. Because without that financial binding, because that's what you're doing, you're binding finances, assets, debts outside of that. Like you don't, you don't have to do it. It's a business deal. Yeah. Legally, it's a business deal and you can have a marriage without that contract. Yeah. So it's about whether you're ready to sort of go into business with somebody because that's what you're doing. You're going into business with someone for life. Word. Yeah. And oddly enough, I mean, that's even in the Bible, that's what it was you know, the instruction to love someone's wife, you know, I don't know if you noticed that that came late in the book, 
you know, people were getting married. There was no requirement for love. I thought the way I viewed it, love was, that's an afterthought. Oh, you love your wife? Oh, that's cool. You know, mine just, she knows her place. She does her job. You know what I mean? That's, that was the mentality. Um, and somewhere along the line, and I'm not sure where, um, the, the dynamic shifted a little bit, the paradigm shifted, and love became a prerequisite and a requirement. You know, not that it's a bad thing, um, but, you know, I think we both went into our marriage because we had talked about just doing a commitment ceremony and, and not even doing the legal part. We honestly decided to legally get married days before the actual yeah. wedding. You know, we made that final decision days before. We weren't even going to do it. Uh, we both experienced, you know, the pain of divorce and, and all of that. And it was like, man, do we, you know, do we really want to do that? Uh, but she, she felt like she wanted it to be official. She didn't want us to, so to speak, live a lie or whatever. And mm-hmm. I could, I saw the value in that. Um, and I see the value in her. So I roll with it, you know. Love it. What's up? Babe, any last words? I know. Like, thank you guys for coming on. Thank um, you. For those of you that are watching, like these are our buddies, um, Kevin and I were just talking like we don't have friends that are married, uh, let alone, you know, in a relationship happy. So we really enjoy, you know, having them being in their company. So just shout out to y'all. Like, I love y'all. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to y'all. Appreciate it. This is wine and conversation. Yeah, we had a great night. Um, Anything that y'all want to say? Yeah, we gotta go to that hustle store. We gotta make that a priority. <laughs> yeah, we, we make it happen. You know, we you know how we do, bro. It's a text, and that's it. Man, man, we make, we make it happen with a text. I'm with it. <laughs> I'll just say happen. bye to everybody watching. Oh, right, people are watching too. <laughs> they I thought will it was be. Just, oh, they Lord, will be. Watching. I don't know. Watching now. My mama gonna be talking about this. And I got. I don't know if you guys saw my. My uh, wine, my wine bottle covers. Back. Yes, I love it. And I, I just it. noticed that. <laughs> oh, no. I eat groceries. She uh, she lived a life. That's all I have to say. Oh, she's not gonna be. She's not gonna be shocked. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is wine and yeah, conversation. Oh goodness, she was my favorite. She's so funny. Yeah, that for was sure. That, your daughter's birthday when we came. <laughs> Hey, Is that my mama? No, Anna Marie's. Oh, my mom. oh okay. <laughs> yeah, she was so much fun. <laughs> well, yeah. listen, we got to do this again. Definitely. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. And, uh, you know, it's a lot more for us to unpack. Yeah. And, you know, learn about each other. And I'm with it. I love this. This was great. This was great first. Yeah, I, I love just we we love talking about other relationships and the dynamics of relationships. So this mm-hmm. this is a win win for us. Yeah. For sure. Well, like I said, my name is Kevin. That's my beautiful wife, Patricia, and we are out.